right, welcome to episode 27 of ThriftyCast. This is Eric. And this is Kathleen. And uh, today's um, topic is bonus features. And what we mean by that is that little something, something extra that happens sometimes when you find things at thrift stores. The weird bookmarks that fall out of books. The... Um, extra weird pieces that somebody accidentally throws into their set of Chinese checkers. The um, extra piece of art that somebody tucks behind a painting because it keeps the piece from rattling or it keeps the glass from rattling and it turns out to be actually cooler mm-hmm. than what you bought. Things like that. The photo album mm. where it's about so much more than just the album when you open it up and realize that they forgot to empty it. Yes, and that is so rare. And so amazing when it happens. Mm-hmm. But, um, wh- so let's start with you. Like, What have you found? Well, Eric, it's interesting <laughs> that you should ask. Um, I actually, we're, we're at my place, so I was lucky enough to be able to grab a few things. I have um, a sticky that I've had on my fridge now for ages, and it says, Good work, honey. I'm proud of you. Mew, mew. <laughs> um, and I love this. I found it in a book. I don't even remember which book. It's just so sweet. And who knew cats could write? <laughs> exactly. Um, and who knew that cats cared, mm-hmm. really, about anything other than their own kitty selves? Um, so that's one thing. I found this recently in a um, yearbook, and it says Memory Marker, and it's from Justin's American Yearbook Company. And just for the folks at home, it's about the size of kind of a typical bookmark. Yeah, and I will take a couple pictures of these things. And it just, it's about, you know, enjoy the memories. Their value will increase with the passing years. And I guess the idea was you just kind of tucked it in a page so you could hand it to somebody and say, hey, Eric, I want you to sign right here next to your picture as prom king or most Mm. likely to succeed or, I don't know, funniest guy. Um, Coincidentally, I won all those. You did, right? Yeah. We didn't know each other in high school, so. I can make up anything. Totally be serious. And one more, and then you get to answer the question that you asked me. I just found this right after we talked about this topic. So this book is called um, My Life in Jazz, and it's by Max Kaminsky. I don't know who the heck Max Kaminsky is, but it lists a bunch of famous jazz musicians, so... I was like, sure, I'll get it. And then I opened it up, and it's like, to Paul Jenkins, best wishes, Max Kaminsky, August 17th, 1970. Signed. But, and I have to find it, there's a card in here from Max Kaminsky as well. It's tucked somewhere in the book. Anyway, I'll find it later and take a picture of it. But it's his business card. Ooh. So I just thought that was great. And I haven't even started on the book yet. But Do you remember if there's any of the telltale signs on the business card about when the time would be? Like, is there a zip code? What's oh, the area code like? I well, this is signed 1970. So oh, I don't... Yeah. I mean, it's not very old. And the mm-hmm. book was written... Uh, I'll flip to it. Anyway, I don't know if you want to... The book was written in 1963. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, not too old. But, um, and again, I've never heard, oh, there it is. Max Kaminsky, uh, 6 East 36th Street. Yeah, it's MU is the, uh, the code for the phone number. Oh, so it has yeah. a, an exchange, not a, 
not a number, but no area code and nothing else on there. It doesn't say what Max does. So I will have to read the book to find out. So that was so timely. Um, yeah. Hmm. So what about you? Now that I've shared some of my favorites. I love yearbooks. I love getting yearbooks for signatures. Mm -hmm. And I love trying to figure out how popular the person was or wasn't. Yeah. You know, like what was their, you know, every high school has a food chain and that's true since the beginning of time. And I love to see where somebody fits in. Often you'll pick them up and there's no signatures. Mm -hmm. And that makes me wonder if it's surplus or something that was just never picked up. I don't understand how they could be so old and have that happen unless it's, you know, sitting in a school basement somewhere and they do housekeeping. I think, though, you know, I asked my mom once because her yearbook doesn't have a lot of signatures. And some of it was the way they were released. How like, so? when I was in high school, we got ours like a month before the year ended. Mm -hmm. But they didn't get theirs till the next year. That Actually, that happened where I went to high school. Oh, okay. So, I mean... If you didn't get your senior one until that much later, I mean, by that point, you didn't care. Yeah. Right? I mean, you just didn't bother. So I think some of them, you just, by that point, it sort of seemed not important to get them signed by people. I remember really clearly, it was sort of this joke that people would write, oh, have a great summer. I can't wait to uh -huh. see you next year. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, yeah. it would be, you know, the first month of school or whatever. Mm -hmm. So you found that well yeah one of us we found mm -hmm. we both found that really mm -hmm. good one recently and we ended up I ended up buying it you took a good picture of it and posted it on the Thrifty Cast page on Facebook and the pictures in that that people drew are really good the picture of Bigfoot there's a couple pictures of Bigfoot actually obviously that was a little theme mm -hmm. um but but they're great mm -hmm. that person seemed fairly popular mm -hmm. and sticks played at their high school I was flipping through it. Sticks did a special concert at their Ooh. high school. I know. This is in Downers Grove, which is a, a suburban... Um, Chicago suburb. Yeah, area yes, that I know actually, pretty well. The name actually is Downers Grove. We're not making that up. Yeah. And it's not Why really... make that up? It's not really... Downers Grove just always strikes me as being so comical. It's yeah. one of those things I think as Chicagoans we get so used to it. Oh, we're but immune like, to the weirdness? Yeah, and I feel like it's like, oh, I live in Downers Grove. I don't know. It just has this... Oh, see, my stepmom is born and oh. raised. She's never lived anywhere else mm -hmm. other than Downers Grove in her mm -hmm. entire life. So, I don't know. It just doesn't seem weird to me. Uh, so, like, people... Anyway. Who, people who live on the banks of Lake Titicaca don't find it funny. <laughs> But. No, I bet they do. Okay. Because <laughs> it's hilarious. A little bit. Anyway. I also, you know what I wish, I'm sorry, what else? No, go ahead. I'm totally talking over you. No, go ahead. Um, I also found once this great, and I will have to take a picture of this and then kind of write out what it says. I found something, and I've never known if it's a quote from a book. It's written, I think, on just some spiral paper, and it's really pretty. It's about... Um, Something like you, you think the last song you remember will be some beautiful song, like some standard, but really what you remember is like a lullaby that your mom sang to you or something. Mm. And I always, it seemed, it, it's much more eloquently written than I'm making it sound. Um, and I always wondered if it was a quote from a book. I write down quotes that I really like, so I guess that's why I'm thinking that, as opposed mm -hmm. to something that somebody wrote. Mm -hmm. Because it's not part of a letter. Mm -hmm. It's not It's not part of something larger. It's freestanding. Um, yeah, it's freestanding, exactly. So, 
that then I'll have to find I kept it because it's really it's really cool mm. and I meant to just google the quote and see if it comes up that would definitely be worth yeah. trying although it, but it's I, easy to see how it could be something so obscure yeah, yeah. but I've had it so long mm-hmm. now that google was not an option when I first found it wow yeah that's how ancient it, it is in the in the world of the internet mm-hmm what else? We found something else, but we didn't we didn't buy that journal. Right? What what stands out most for me? Oh, the other day. That wasn't a bonus feature though. Well, I mean, if you look at like the thrift stores selling uh-huh. a journal, yeah. the bonus is somebody started using yeah. it. <laughs> That's right. And so you're getting a little window into somebody who had really terrible luck and love <laughs> BTW. Yeah. I think it was a he, right? Uh, yeah, I it got seemed that like term. a he. He yeah. did. I yeah. mean, it might have been a I mean, kid, right? I mean, it might have been like a. It seemed like a high school student. It might have been a gay girl. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it seemed. Um, oh, we've all been there. Oh, so heartbroken. And it's so it's such a switch. It's like I look in your eyes, and suddenly everything makes sense to me. And, you know, it's just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, really, really sweet and kind of conflicted. Yeah, it just, it would have been absolutely a, a keeper in a purchase, but it was only a few, mm-hmm. it was only a few pages that were complete. So it was kind of hard to get excited about it. And what I do in those cases, mm, sorry, I'm eating cheese curds from Wisconsin. <laughs> They're delicious. They're absolutely delicious. I was kind of waiting to the end to tell mm-hmm. you that Eric ate cheese curds through this entire episode. Which I brought him back from Wisconsin. I hope we have Wisconsin listeners so I can thank you personally because you just, your state, your whole state is just freaking awesome. So They um, were not thrifted. <laughs> Ooh, thrifted cheese curds. <laughs> they were not. Um, Those babies are new. I remember mm-hmm. getting a, um, I don't even remember what kind of book it was, but bought a book. I remember where I bought it. was the Salvation Army. And books are great for this because people will, and I'm this way too, I will use anything as a bookmark that's close by. So you'll find grocery lists and receipts and stuff people have clipped out. But um, it was relatively new. You could tell because they had a web address, you know, and this was was purchased within the last couple of years. But it was a startup business (laughs) that they were advertising for some very, very, very personal landscaping to um mm, yes yeah so and that was their startup business and the name was sort of clever um you know how most hair salons like their names are puns you know mm-hmm. sheer elegance you know, those kinds of things curl up and die yeah it doesn't um uh the acorn doesn't fall far from the tree Apparently, I remember it had a clever name. But, so of course I go online and try to look it up, and like <laughs> the domain name is no longer theirs, oh, you know. Startups are hard. Mm-hmm. They're tough. Yeah, and talk about a business, you would need a very, very trusting, steady clientele, I would think. Yeah. But, Adventurous. Mm-hmm. Adventurous clientele. But just, um, you know, having that, kind of fall out of this book as I uh-huh. open it I was like that was kind of magic that was, yeah that was a good one I remember that one that was a nice moment one thing you can 
almost count on in a lot of cases. One thing I love to buy, and I'm not proud of this, I'm horrible in the kitchen. Like, I'm a person, like, I, I don't know what goes good together. Um, in spite of that, or perhaps because of it, one of the things that I love to buy are, like, um, very, very local cookbooks, like church cookbooks, those kinds of things. Part of it is that the recipes in there are um, typically really, really easy. And it's ingredients that you would typically have on hand, um, depending on how new the cookbook is. You know, 60s, 70s, 80s, you're good. Um, so the recipes are really interesting. And almost always, people have written stuff in the margins. Um, they'll tell you, like, ooh, like, don't use that much sour cream. You yeah, know, or, or add this, or don't mm -hmm. add the nuts. Right. Or Tr yeah, try dry. this with cream of chicken mm -hmm. soup instead, and it was a crushing failure. Yeah. Uh, I like that. I do, too. You know, it's it's interesting to see what people cook and, you know, the kind of notes they take. And again, just like we talked about a little while ago, mm -hmm. it's one of those things that I think of it as kind of hearkening back to a different time. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I have this church cookbook. Um I also really love in those cookbooks that you can tell which pages are popular by what's more sort of waterlogged and mm -hmm. splattered. Mm -hmm. You know, you can almost tell by what opens, mm -hmm. like how the book falls open. Right. And and it just gives you, again, it gives you kind of a sense of what people used the most mm -hmm. and what they valued about the book. But you're right. I mean, recipes and, mm -hmm. and clippings from newspapers and sometimes... Um, just like little helpful household hints, yeah, just fall out of those yeah. like rain. Mm -hmm. Sometimes all you have to do is hold them by their spine and just kind of shake them a little, and the stuff just comes out, and it's great. Yeah, it's always really interesting stuff. Sometimes it's interesting because it's actually useful, mm -hmm. and sometimes it's interesting just from a historical perspective. Like, I don't know, I picture the 1950s probably on Valium Housewife. Like, I just <laughs> can't get the wine stains out of this tablecloth. And, you know. and sometimes the most interesting thing, especially if they're cut from the newspaper or a magazine, is what's on the back. Mm. So, you know, you look at the recipe, but be sure to flip it over because sometimes there's a good ad or part of an article. And sometimes that stuff's really fun to read. Mm -hmm. So it's like <clears throat> bonus feature and an Easter egg. Yes. You know what an Easter egg is on a DVD. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's like the super hidden thing that you really weren't expecting, which is kind of an extra treat. Local advertising. Always yes. Great. Yeah. You know, I love that. Those are actually part of a lot of cookbooks because they, I guess they would use the advertising to kind of fund putting the cookbook mm -hmm. together or, you know, um, cutting publishing costs or, or mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. Bringing a little more revenue. Local grocery stores that aren't there, mm -hmm. um, anymore. Just all these local businesses. It's always interesting when they are still around. Um, assuming it's a local cookbook. Yeah. A lot of them aren't, though. A lot aren't local cookbooks. No. Well, and now it's now it's kind of too bad. I mean, there are companies now that will do those cookbooks for you. Mm -hmm. They put it all together. You look at some of the old ones. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, people would do little drawings on the pages. Mm -hmm. We found one. We found one with some kind of racist drawings in it. Do you oh, remember that? No. No. I was thinking about this when you were talking about that glass that mm -hmm. I had that had some really unfortunate drawings. It was a steak mm -hmm. glass, and it, it was unfortunate. I didn't realize it. 
But yeah, somebody, it was either a church or a school, mm -hmm. and I, it was a, a cookbook that had had many additions, and I think they would just add some recipes mm -hmm. to it and, you know, make it bigger, take out some stuff that wasn't very popular, and I don't know what it, like, pralines or mm -hmm. something, you know, something that was quote-unquote southern, oh. um, there there were some unfortunate drawings on that page when I was flipping through. Mm -hmm. They were just little sketches. But they were most definitely part of the book. They were yeah. not something that were was added yeah. by the owner of the book. Um, yeah. And the fact that they were still in there after, mm -hmm. you know, numerous editions yeah. of it was kind of amazing. Yeah. but. That somebody, they didn't... Yeah, they didn't take it out. I mean, all you had to do was just not use the, mm. not use that. You know, in addition to cookbooks, mm -hmm. those local cookbooks, another thing that I love to look at, and this is very hit or miss, and it's usually miss, but when it hits, it's pretty phenomenal, high school textbooks. Um, I once found a French textbook that somebody had gone through and <laughs> written... Like little speech balloons for every single person in there. And I have to say, this was a very, very clever high school. Um, I was laughing out loud at some of these captions. And stuff like that I always find enjoyable, weirdly. So, yeah. Yeah. That was good. And, you know, I have not found many books like that at all. Mm -hmm. Where where there is is consistently humorous mm -hmm. writing, you find a lot of kids books that have just been colored in and kind of trashed, mm -hmm. but not many books where people have uh, have written anything that's funny or right. or worth saving. One kind of project, I, I don't know if you would call this a craft uh -huh. or, or what you would call this, but one project that I always dreamed of doing is finding an empty yearbook. It doesn't matter what year. And then uh, picking somebody out, um, you know, picking somebody out of the yearbook in a certain grade, figuring out what activities they were in, you know, in all the places they appeared in the yearbook. And then um, basically telling your friends, this is so-and-so's yearbook, telling them the person's story, and then handing it off to them to have them sign it as though they're in the high school with them. You know, they could pick out their own quote-unquote characters from mm -hmm. the yearbook. And start building a series of completely fictional relationships and make it completely over the top. You know what I mean? And see if you could somehow kind of generate a story and then donate it back to the thrift. To kind of like, that would be a fun thing to put out there for somebody else to find. One time, Eric and I were doing some cleaning and Eric had some paintings, which... Oh, which, yeah. <laughs> Related, wrong. related to sort of donating things back to thrift stores. And just to be funny, he wrote my name on the back of one of them and gave it a humorous title mm -hmm. and donated it to a local thrift store. So, um, We're still yeah. waiting for that telephone call. Yeah, we really are. You did not put my phone number no. on it. But yeah, I was... I was really kind of terrified. I don't even think you put my whole last name. Mm -mm. Did you? No. no, it was just Kathleen. Yeah, in your last yeah. initial. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. It was okay. You're not a complete. Mm -hmm. Jerk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah. Well, so, sometimes. But... Yeah. And it was Eric's artwork. It was not. I know. It was not mine. It was Eric's fine. Yeah. Fine work with my name on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but there, I mean, there are people who make, I don't want to say a career, but. 
whose work is mm -hmm. actually buying stuff at the thrift store yeah and then redoing it and then donating it and then watching i think mm -hmm. kind of watching how people respond to it and Again, buy it I, and... I think that's talked about in uh thrift score oh yeah book. it is that's yeah right. i think she talks we about mentioned that. her book at least once an episode so this is good this is our and mention it, it's so worth checking out it's i know it so... really is thrift it yeah <laughs> if you can find it i and i Oh, talk about long, long out of print. Yeah, yeah. it is. Um, maybe what we could do is start just printing pages of it, like scanning pages of it. And I think that's probably not legal. Oh, yeah, true. And and I'm friends with Al Hoff on Facebook because I love the book so much. Yeah. So maybe I could just shoot her a note and ask yeah. her. If you can violate her copyright. Yeah. Hey. Hey, you should totally I, do that. I know we've never met in person, but remember how I like, really like <laughs> Can I violate your copyright? Yeah. Um... Yeah, but no, I, I knew I was thinking of that from somewhere, but I would be on that piece of art if it looked like somebody had done that mm -hmm. so fast. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things to look at. Yeah. But, and I'm trying to think, there have been a few times that I have gotten something home. I bought, um, I bought this awful, I really don't like clowns, but it was when I was first buying paint by numbers and I was so delighted to find an inexpensive paint by number that was framed mm -hmm. that I bought it. And when I got it home and was figuring out what to do with it, I eventually decided I didn't like it, took it out of the frame, and behind the clown paint by number, there was part of an old Coca-Cola sign, mm -hmm. cardboard, not metal or anything, but cardboard, but two incredibly shiny 50s men, like incredibly coiffed with sweaters on mm -hmm. or over their shoulders, mm -hmm. And, and Coca-Cola somehow being advertised. And that was in there holding... It was the same size as yeah. the Paint by Number Clowns, and it was holding it in the frame. And it's actually really cool. It's too bad it's not the whole thing. Yeah. But it's a lot cooler than the creepy clown. Right. And I'm trying to think of what else that... I know there's something else that I found, but... Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's, there's tons of stuff. It happens not terribly frequently, mm -hmm. but when it does, it's always just this weird little, like charge yep. that you get when you find those things. And this is absolutely one of those things where I would love to see and hear about the random stuff that other people have found. I would love for people to go to the uh, ThriftyCast Facebook page and just post and post and post that random stuff because it's um, interesting. It is. It's always interesting. Um, and another thing I want to put out there for discussion, you don't have to talk about this now, but if something, let's say you're looking at the books and there's a recipe or, or a business card or something inside one of the books, do you have to buy the book in order to take it? No. You can put it in another book you're buying. Yeah, that's fair. What if you're not buying anything? Then I feel like you shouldn't take it. Interesting. I am undecided. I do not have... Uh, I feel like you can put it in another book. I don't know why that's okay. Yeah. What if what if the other thing you're buying is a quilt? Can you put it with a quilt? Well, you can't really put it inside. Well, you know, you I mean, fold that, it. I don't know. Yeah. I, it's just, it's an interesting kind of ethical yeah. ethical question. We, we like to bring up the top three yeah. ethical questions. <laughs> yeah, the, the really hard thing. <laughs> the first world problem you ordered? <laughs> yes. Yes, these are our problems. Uh, so... Find of the week. Find of the week. We are running out of time. 
Oh. What's your find of the week, Eric? I'll tell you what, you go first. I need to think about it, and I know what your find of the week is, and I'm just excited to hear you talk about it because I'm so jealous. Find of the week was so awesome. It's sick. So it's sick. How awesome this is. We were out thrifting on Saturday, and it had been an okay day. We were having a lot of fun. Can't say I found anything really great up until the last door. Getting ready to get in line, and there was a cart, and in the cart. A bunch of Fire King dishes, blue. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that color is called. So if somebody knows, please tell me. If not, I'll have to Google it. But it's the jadeite stuff, but blue. So I got... What's a blue gemstone? I don't... Because you would think it would be that, then ite. Yeah. Sapphire-ite? That it is. It's sapphire. Really? Yeah, sapphire's the blue stone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway. No, but it's, it's not Sapphire, right? Oh. <laughs> I just couldn't remember the name of the blue stone. It okay. Happens. I thought you meant that was really the name. I was like, that is not catchy at all. Yeah. Anyway, so it's that milky blue glass. Um, one bowl, one big bowl, one big-ish plate, and then smaller plates, a dessert plate, cups, saucers, and then little, like, fruit bowls or dessert bowls. And I got enough for five for a setting for five of everything and then a few extras so great and they were in a cart so i think they were just being brought out to be put on the shelf perfect timing yeah really good timing and reminded me of when i found all the jadeite at the saint Vinny in the cart remember that no yeah all that jadeite i found there was in a cart years and years and years ago anyway saint Vinny by 95th yeah oh wow Anyway, so that was my find of the week. It was really great. What are you going to use it for? I don't know. I'm Uh, not sure. Yeah. It was a very blue week, and I don't usually buy a lot of blue stuff. It just sort of worked out that way. Mm -hmm. Green is usually my color. Yeah. And I bought a really pretty blue quilt slash Mm -hmm. bedspread Mm -hmm. that's satiny and new and all kinds of... I don't know. Blue hmm. stuff. Anyway. Hmm. So that was mine. What about you? Do you think? Yeah. You didn't buy as much. Stuff. Oh, oh yeah. I did, yeah, I didn't buy much. Um, I did find some good stuff. Nothing that I was, like, raucously excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a tie that I passed on, and I'm doing my typical thing of wishing I bought it. It was brown, and it had, in, in like, tan stitching a horse's head kind of embroidered on it. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, you know, Gene Autry. Like, You've been the coolest kid at the rodeo. Oh yeah, forget about it. It's actually it has the. I found that tie. I just want to say. Yeah. Well, you found all the good stuff. You were just you were charmed. Um, so um, I, I would have to say my find of the week was just it's kind of a small quilt. That it was the same place you found the jadeite. Yeah, the quilt was really nice. Yeah, the quilt is really nice, and one of the things I like best about it is that it has this like very um, vintage kind of geometric pattern on mm-hmm. the back. It's a crazy quilt. It's a really good, um, a really good weight. You know, it's kind of nice and heavy. <clears throat> and meanwhile, I went on Pinterest, maybe a little too much last night. <laughs> um, and, you know, it was, uh, I found this link to Real Simple Magazine, which a lot of people aren't fans. I kind of like Real Simple. No, yeah. I don't really like it. I know, a lot of people don't. 
Um, but one of the things they were saying, if you have this metal bed frame, you can fold a quilt and it sort of softens it up you yeah. know, above the headboard, which never occurred to me before. And now I'm thinking I'm going to use that quilt for that. Because oh. it's, um, like I said, it kind of softens it up a little bit. Um, I'm about to move to a place that has beige walls, so I'm going to need a little more color in there. So um, so it's, it's nice to have something that I already kind of have a use in mind for, and it's just... It was a lucky find because I've been looking um, for a lot of, like, covers lately. The price was really right on it, too. Oh, it yeah. It was a nice, affordable price. Yeah, completely reasonable. Yeah. I I fold quilts. I have a metal bed frame as well, which mm-hmm. is painted green and really mm-hmm. needs to be repainted because it's all scratched up. I fold them at the foot of my bed a lot um, just because I like the look of that. Huh. But I've never done it at the head of my bed. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah, it looked, in the picture they mm-hmm. had, it looked, kind of softened it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, another thing that I, I want to start looking for more, and this is all based on my Pinterest binge, which I guess there are worse things a person could do, but um, there was a whole thing about, and I think this may have been off of BuzzFeed, mm-hmm. BuzzFeed.com, but they were talking about, you know, all the different ways that you can kind of build a terrarium. You have been deep into terrariums. For I've been a while. trying so so hard to make a terrarium, and I feel like with this summer approaching, I'm ready to commit. Um, I have, you know, as part of the move, I have this giant jar of pickles, which is going to have to go. <laughs> and this freakishly large, freakishly large jar of pickles. I remember when you bought that? I know. Um, <laughs> I remember when I bought it. I can't remember why. You were hungry. Yeah. We shopped before dinner. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and that's my, that's going to be kind of my mm-hmm. target now. Um, the other thing they were talking about on Pinterest is, like, planting herbs in jars. And, again, I'm not, a person, it's, I'm not a person who cooks very much, but I think I do know people who cook. So, um you know, it, it would be nice to have around. Yeah. And also, it would be kind of nice to be able to say, like, oh, look, I brought you some chives or <laughs> whatever. These SpaghettiOs taste amazing. What's your secret? It's the fresh basil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the fresh basil in the beautiful bowl I've put them in that I thrifted. I can't. Look, we brought it full circle. <laughs> well, and, and I can't even pretend because, you know, I'm talking about church cookbooks and I'm like, is it cream of mushroom soup or cream, <laughs> cream of, of chicken. chicken soup that makes it so special? Because it tastes not at all different. But yeah, fresh herbs. Anyway. Okay. We should, we should wrap this up. Yeah. Put this to bed. Hey, you guys should all friend us on Facebook. That would be awesome. We have 51 friends on uh, Facebook. And I meant personally because I want people to see what I've pinned. I'm really hooked on Pinterest. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. not on Pinterest. So find me and friend me. I'm really into Pinterest right now. Yeah, make his day. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. And we will talk to you in a couple weeks or so. Don't forget to uh, post your bonus Material. Material. I can't think of what. Features. Bonus features. Post them. Thanks. Bye.